0: Welcome everybody, and uh, welcome to the next Run Up podcast. Uh, this week, it's just me and Mick on our to some little duet. Spring to you, Liam is a busy moving house or flat and uh, having a lot of sort of stags and dramas with boxes and uh, all sorts of jazz. And uh, so we've decided to sort of bring you some content because clearly there's a lot happening in the Eagles world right now. Um, how you doing, Mick?
1: Yeah, not bad. I'm just looking forward to slagging Liam off for the next half hour, 45 minutes, since he's not here to defend himself, so it should be um, laugh.
0: Yeah, sorry, you mean as opposed yeah. to the, uh, the 30 minutes that we were doing it before we uh, came on the pod. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we've got a couple of bits to cover um, before we get into the main bit. Uh, of obviously the quarterback carousel that's going on lately as it seems to be dragging on and on and on. Um, first off, uh, we recently ran a competition and um, we posted on Twitter to sort of uh, do a little bit of a giveaways where we uh, offered up, we uh, had a, a cap, a Eagles bag, a, a nice little ball. I think we offered a free... Uh, bet as well which was an interesting one i've never seen their free bet given away on twitter before um a few beer holders um and that competition was run last weekend and the the fortunate winner of that was a man called andy harris uh, congratulations andy i know uh, liam's been in touch with you already really? too, uh, yeah congratulations and um all that all that goodness and all that good stuff is on its way to you Soon. so uh, thanks everyone who entered and all the uh, all the sharing and ret- retweeting that went went along with it it was uh, massively helpful I think it boosted our followers for up to about 450 now so all good um
1: so since since we last yeah, was, spoke good. To you, there was there was some response to it.
0: yeah we had we had quite a lot of um a lot of response to it and then a lot of people across the across the Atlantic in America got involved as well because there was a few questions going about whether we were going to get it out to America or not, whether it was UK only, but now um, Fortunately for Liam's bank balance, I think uh, Andy's in the UK, so save a little bit of on own postage, I suppose. <laughs> um, so recently, since we last spoke to you, I've actually taken my first foray into fantasy football. I know, I know it's, um, why is it taking me so long? But essentially, I've been scared. That's the honest answer. Seems like a big, bad world of fantasy football. And um, I got dragged into two or three, and a good friend of ours, Paul on uh, outside the huddle, was itch, had his itchy trigger finger on the, um, on the draft pulse and got a load of us involved because he just wanted to do a draft beforehand and I'd never done it. So for a bit of experience, I tagged along. I don't think I did too badly. Um, but uh, it was my first game, and I think I took uh, Deshaun Watson on the, the first go, so we'll, we'll find out whether that's, that's going to be a good move or not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as experienced as you, mate. How many... uh, Everyone remembers their first time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How how (laughs) many teams have you got going on so far? Uh, Well, last year I had five leagues on the go, um, which was my first um, venture into fantasy football as well. And I won one of them, which I was very happy about, very surprised about because uh, I didn't really know what I was doing to begin with, especially with the, the drafting style, because we don't really have that for, like, soccer, fantasy football. It's always just, like, you know, pick the best players and everyone has the same teams. It's a bit boring, but with the NFL fantasy stuff, like, because you have that draft, it's it's, uh, it's much more interesting, and especially when you're actually doing the drafts, and it, it can get quite tense as well. You're, like, you're, you're watching the board and you're watching all the guys disappear off it, and... You're like oh shit, who, the, who am I going to pick? And you're just kind of panicking. And the the, the timer, you can see the clock, and it's just running down. Uh, and uh, you just shit yourself, and end up picking Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> but for I me, managed... but for me,
0: yeah, I, I managed to um, I managed to avoid picking Carson Wentz for all my glory. But I know Liam was also in this fantasy draft, and obviously he couldn't resist um picking the main man he's the talk of the town at the moment yeah I know what you mean mate. it's like uh you've got all these I didn't know what was happening so I was sort of been, I think I was probably the one who was on it the most I was watching everybody pick, and then obviously it comes to you I think I was like 10 out of 12 so obviously because it snakes round I didn't realize and obviously I'm like pick 10 and I've only got a couple of people and it's back round again so I was trying to be clever and go right I'll pick him and I'll save him till later and I pick the guy and then immediately the next person picked the person I was going to Pick and then I'm freaking out because I'm like, I have no idea about rookies as I've mentioned previously. And but no, overall I think it was a, it was a lot of good fun, and I'm looking forward to the season to see if I. I don't think I did too badly looking at all the um, all the other teams. I think it definitely is quite an even thing. I don't think it's, it's I don't think it's that easy to actually stack it. It seems to be quite even as well. I'm turning across the board. No one seems to get away unless you're obviously really sneaky. Um, so normally, obviously. We'd obviously be drinking and having a nice little tot uh, of t- rum, tot of whiskey, beer or two. But neither of us are drinking tonight either. So both me and Mick are trying to trying to cut down. And uh, Mick, you uh, you're <laughs> saying it. it's uh, it's because it's attacking the bank balance today,
1: is it? <laughs> oh, you've no idea how much I've spent on whiskey over the last month or month and a half or something like that. I don't even want to say it out loud in case my my wife listens to the podcast, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, but, it's um,
1: terrible. I'm on the diluting just tonight, so I should yeah, be a I bit mean, more coherent towards the end of the podcast for once.
0: Yeah, yeah that. But I think that's what put a lot of people love us for is that the gradual decline in our ability to string coherent sentences together. Um, but yeah, so tonight both clear headed, so we'll see how that goes when the end of the night and whether we are uh, just drone off on our own. Um, so before finally last point before we we get into the the meat of the meat of the matter I know a lot of people have touched on it and we, we were a bit late to the party I suppose in terms of uh, touching on this but the sad news obviously just before the Super Bowl of um, Chris Wessling around the NFL podcast uh, passing away um, losing his second fight with cancer um, it, I think it would be remiss if we if we didn't at least touch on that for a few seconds and just sort of offer our own sort of thoughts and opinions on on what's happened so um, Make are you um, are you a massive fan of Chris Wrestling? Um,
1: well, see the thing is, uh, Phil, I didn't listen to to the the podcast that it was it was around the NFL, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't claim to have really been that engaged in him, but like just seeing the reaction from everyone uh, from the NFL community, like seeing everything on on Twitter the, the, the charity fundraiser that came out um, all the guys on the group chat that were getting actually quite emotional about it it just it speaks volumes about the guy's character and like I, honestly I, I, I kind of regret not listening to it now because I feel like I'm, I've, I've missed out on someone that, that's, that means a lot to, to, the, to the NFL community and it's, 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 it's really sad, it really is
0: yeah, and I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I know you 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 weren't a massive listener of it, but um, it's good to get your thoughts anyway. For for me, it was the it was the first podcast that I got into on a recommendation from fellow Eagles fans. Just I was asking for a generic one um, and an Eagles one, and the generic one was obviously given to me around the NFL. And I remember uh, at the start of my sort of listenership, sort of not understanding who the hell these guys were, and just literally listening to them talk for for good for a good hour and a half at a time breaking down the games on some of the games I didn't get to watch and the guys in general excuse me have been a bit a big part of me sort of getting into the sport but Chris wrestling like he was I think he was just coming out of his first battle at the time when I started listening to him and it was sort of a nice little good news story it got me sort of hooked into sort of the human nature of the guys uh, as much as anything and it was sort of like a nice little positive thing and I think when he then he had he got he got married and and he had his um his kid link and it it all just seemed going up and I think as soon as link was born about a week later he got diagnosed again with uh, the the cancer had come back and I think that's probably what hit me the most is that things are looking up you beat cancer your life's your life's heading the right direction then it's just it's just a cruel way for things to turn around but just in general, I think, you know, it, like you said, the outpouring of people um, sort of who felt attached. I and mean, I think that comes down partly to the fact that because he's on a podcast, you hear him week in, week out. You almost feel like he's talking to you personally and you kind of get to know people like that. And I think that's generally why it's hit a lot of people harder than maybe other celebrities have. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to um, wanted to mention that in our pod and uh, rest in peace, Chris Wessling and uh, all the best to his family and friends. So now that's all done with. Um, that's out of the way. All the uh, little little tidbits that we've got for you before the show. Um, let's get into the meat of it. And the the name that's on everyone's list, Carson Wentz. It seems like this was meant to be dealt with a long, long time ago, right, Mick?
1: It feels like forever, Phil. It's, honestly, I've got um, I've got notifications on Twitter set up like alerts. <laughs> every time that uh, Adam Schefter tweets, because I'm just waiting on the news breaking, and every time I see the note, the, the notification coming through, it was sort of, just some bullshit. And I'm like, when is this going to happen? It's 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 about this now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's like um, it's to, listen, it's got to happen before before the before the cutoff date, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, they're saying that's the so, first week in March, isn't it? That a um, lot of bonuses are due. Yeah, they're that they're saying that. Yeah, people are going to start demanding more money, and it's starting to get more and more expensive. I mean, for me, he's still he's still quiet on the matter, which is probably the biggest bugbear I've had on it, and like not coming out either way. And the only time you've seen him, like, it's almost infuriating. It's like when someone turns the other cheek; like, you, you you're crying out for some sort of reaction, and all he's doing is doing nice things and 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 good things for the community, and it's like hard to be mad at that, despite feeling like you've got a good reason to
1: yeah yeah you just like just just say something anything like be a bastard or you know <laughs>
0: just, just like i've I've, give, I've like look at all these nice things i've done for this 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 charity, and i've raised all this money oh and by the way i'm staying with the philadelphia eagles just that's all we're after just a little tack on the end or a little wink oh i take a wink right now oh like a fly eagles fly
1: It'd be funny just if he did just put out a, like a one emoticon like emoji sorry um tweet or something like that and then everyone just trying to interpret it in their own in their <laughs> yeah. own way there would be like I'm spawning a million articles or what does this mean and you know he's put up an emoticon of a fucking
0: do you remember that um Yannick Ngakwe's fiasco last season when he put out a tweet with oh, I think it was Instagram and he put out a load of eagles on a tweet and Twitter went into meltdown because the Eagles fans, I think I was even listening to the Go Birds pod and they literally sort of said, oh, we might have to cut and like come out with a pod later on tonight because this guy's just tweeted this. It was absolutely hilarious. And Seahawks fans were like, no, nah, no, nah, there's only an eagle emoji. There's not a Seahawks. So that could just as easily be a Falcon or a Seahawk." But yeah, anything like that for <laughs> Wentz would be would be nice to sort of have some indication about what, what he's doing. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, it's, the silence is, is, is deafening on his part, but I get it. He's got to keep because at the end of the day, there's a lot of stake. And because people read into so much on what people say, that he could, send, he could swing it either way. And at the end of the day, both parties want him to go. So if he comes out and says, I want to leave, he reduces his value and decreases the chance that he's going to go somewhere. If he comes out and says that he wants to stay... He might at risk of conflicting the fan base and causing people to to want to um debate on whether he should come back. And I think that course is bolted now, don't you think?
1: Yeah, he's got to look after his own self-interest. I get the reasons why, but just being selfish as a fan. Um, I want I want movement, I want things to happen. Um I'm, I'm looking at mock drafts all the time and trying to see, you know, where are the eagles gonna draft, but you don't. You're not going to know until this trade happens because we might end up with a first, but I hope we end up with another first uh, or possibly a second. But um, you know, and then that changes everything if, if, uh, for the draft prospects that we've been looking at. So yeah, I, um... I just wanted to happen sooner rather than later. I don't really care if it's the Colts or the Bears; just make it happen. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it feels like the narrative is going back and forth. When it started out, it was like he was going to get first. And, and personally, I've, I've I've banged the drum of I just don't think it's going to happen without a first, whether it's this year or next year, because the look of the trade without a first in there, I don't mind if it's just a first and nothing else or if it's next year's first and a, and a second or third this year. But the, the two seconds that have been reportedly offered by the Colts, I just... I just don't think, like, the whole reason when this first started and it started getting traction, it wasn't, like, the amount of cap hit and and all the, the issues that the Eagles are going to get from this from the fact that they're trading their franchise quarterback only a year into his contract, it just seemed to make sense that, all right, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want him to go, but if we get a first, this is what we could do. And that was very much my, my position was that I was thinking about all these possibilities. Like, if we get a an extra first, we can do, like, the – the fan base getting split on what we do with pick number six kind of gets feels a little bit less tense because you can do both now or or likewise and even if they get like a, a first next year they can see how Jalen Hurts goes and use the extra first next year to look at one of the quarterbacks in next year stuff I don't know if what the next year's class looks like, I know people look so far ahead these days, but from as far as I'm concerned, I can't look much past this draft. But I'm, you know, I don't know if you've heard anything about the quarterback class next year or anything like that, Mick?
1: No, not at all. I've no idea mm. what's going to happen next year. It's, I'm just fo- trying to still focus on this year. There's there's just so much to take in. Like you're reading through all the prospects and looking back through, you know, cut uh, college clips and things like that and just try to get a look at these guys and then you know the combine's coming up and well it's not really a combine this year is it uh um,
0: yeah, the training days
1: <laughs> yeah you know, the training days so there's there's so much stuff that coming up that you there's there's no point in looking forward to 2022 because there's there's too much in between to factor in
0: no i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that it's it's like do this and then next year get Get the Trevor Lawrence of 2022, but it just feels like okay if people are like really don't want to get because it seems like people are just obviously reluctant to give away their first because a lot of teams are looking for quarterbacks in the um, in free agency and trading. There isn't enough to go around in in, in the draft. They're good enough, so there sort of there's a higher chance of, of people wanting to take it, but not wanting to give away their first because they're frightened of you know. You look at the Texans having no no firsts and the Rams giving up all their firsts. It's sort of it's a hot commodity and I just don't think people want to give it away <laughs> for a quarterback that's had a struggling season, whether you you know whether, whether, whether you come down the side of the the coin of, you know, he's had a bad season but he's still that guy, or whether you just think now nah, he's torched. Either way, it's not an exciting prospect for a new fan base. If think of it, if we were on the other side and we were looking at we were getting linked with Wentz at this stage, I'd be nervous. I wouldn't be thinking, yeah, let's get him in. But that's just
1: my that's just yeah. my opinion. No, same. I would, I would be exactly the same as you. I'd be like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I don't really want this guy. But it's like a cardboard cutout,
0: isn't it. it's like it's trying to sell us, trying to sell a, a store or something with a cardboard cutout in the window, and go, look at all this nice stuff we've got inside, and then it just falls over, and it's just fucking nothing there. <laughs> it's like that kind of feels like what it's like trying to get rid of Wentz at the moment. It's like, look how good he is, but we hate him. I mean, we don't hate him. I mean, he's 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 the same guy. He's, he's not. It's just, it's watching watching Eagles Twitter fall apart over it. It's e- it's equal measure hilarious and frustrating because they just jump on every well, we just jump on every little tidbit and people are so divided. It's it's sort of funny. I mean, I've seen some things on Twitter, people people saying it gets personal. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's wild sometimes,
1: it's sort of worse. I, mean, I don't know if it's just ours, it's but just I know I know water. our fans are passionate, but
0: like it just feels like the Eagles are just on another level when it comes to sort of reacting to stuff.
1: <laughs> we had our hearts on our sleeves. That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what, what I love is. about our fan base. But equally, it's like just guys just calm down. Just see what happens. Like you're not, you're not the GM. Like you're not the owner, and you're not the head coach. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, whether you like it or not. So I'm just trying to sort of keep my counsel and just. And hope that whatever comes out the other end is, is something that resembles a competitive team. Speaking of competitive team, I've stuck my uh, my £5 bet on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Standard. The odds are a lot better than last year, for obvious reasons. No one expects them to do it, but 60, 64 to 1, I think it was. So I'll get a nice, tidy 300 quid if somehow they recreate 2017, which is highly unlikely, I know, but it's one of those uh, face bets. <laughs>
1: Oh no way. I thought it was Liam that put that bet on. Was it you?
0: No, it was me. Yeah. I just thought I just I think I accidentally no. clicked, clicked on American football and when I was putting normal soccer bets on and it kind of popped up and had Super Bowl fifty six. I was like, I'll just have a look and see where the Eagles are and it's like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh <laughs> it. I'm like fifth from the bottom. Sixty-four to one. I was like, oh, "Fuck it, just stick a fiver on it, just for a laugh." It's just, it's just funny to watch the uh, the cash out go up and down, or down, is what's probably going to be the case gradually throughout the season. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I put the Eagles on as the divisional winners for this season, that season there in my divisional yeah. winners accumulator, and out of the the um, eight divisions that were there are, it was only the Eagles and the Colts that let it down. That was for two grand. I was raging. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's just it's worse when it's your own team. I'm glad like the Colts also shut the bed uh, at the end. Yeah, if it's they, just it been the right Eagles, the that would have been hard. The yeah. yeah. Thanks, um, Colts. Yeah. Thanks for saving
0: us and hopefully taking him off our hands. Um, <laughs> so, outside of Wentz, what's your what's your thoughts on the hurt situation? Because there's there's talk at the moment of. You know, like I said, in one camp, it's give Hertz this season because the guy deserves a season just to prove that um, his stats from the four games this season could be better, or or he, he's going to get better with more experience. Or some people are saying um, keep Wentz, trade Hertz, which I'm completely against, um, or trade both of them all together. I don't know what um, what your take on the Hertzich side of things is. Yeah, well, I
1: said, well, I said on the podcast a few podcasts ago with um, with Luke uh, that that either Wentz or Hurst will have to go. One of them has to give and, well, things have moved on since then and it looks like Wentz is definitely the one to go and I'm happy with that and I've, I've been saying that for quite some time that I'm sort of over it. Uh, the, the season was bad enough for me that I'm... Um, um, I wouldn't say I'm happy to see him go, but I think he his time is just over with Philadelphia, and and Wentz knows that himself, and, and that's why. Well, you know he's he's looking to get an out. Um, as far as Hurts goes, I I, I like the look of him. Um, his PFF grade, I think, was absolutely terrible for those mm-hmm. <laughs> those four and a half games that he played. Uh, they didn't take look too kindly on him at all, but. Again, the calibre of teams that he was playing as well was quite high. I mean, Sands, okay, you've got the, the Cowboys weren't great, but they, they were starting to have a bit of form towards the end of the season. And uh, the Washington football team, I don't even count that as a game. Um, it was absolutely garbage, I can't remember. I didn't step for that one, but it was garbage. Uh, but We've got to remember, he's a rookie and he... He was highly regarded in his college career, and we've got to see what else he can do. Four games, is it's not enough yet to, to make a judgment call to say that he's not our guy. Um, but again, it's not enough to say that he is our guy. Uh, I don't mind giving him 2021. 20, we're still in a, a rebuild. Our cap situation is absolutely dire, so, but we're not looking to compete this season. But I don't think we're going to win the division even though we're in a pretty shitty division. Um, so I don't see really the harm in giving Hurts a chance to prove himself. He, he's We've seen uh, some reports come out this week he's going to take some receivers in the off-season and, and do some uh, some close training with those guys, which is, is positive. And there's some other reports that's came out. I think it was Jalen Mills uh, was had a story about... Um, the dec- dedication that Hurts was showing during training, where like the rest of the guys were in getting their lunch and he was still on the field throwing the ball. You know? So like the, the guy has got it in him. I think he's a natural leader. Uh, I'm really hoping he can come good. He's the guy for me for at least this season. I mean, at the end at the end of uh, at the end of the season, it, it turns out that, that that he's not the guy. Then fair enough, I'll hold up my hands, but. I think it's worth the point.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm completely w- with you on that. I think that that's, that's the, seems the most logical position to take. I think they're not in a position to win now. They're not competing. I mean, if they have a good season, it, it'll be a bit of a bonus. Like, hey, if we manage to make the playoffs some unknown reason, then great. Then that almost is a good thing in two ways because it means we'll have had a successful season and will have proven that he's maybe the man. If he doesn't, we're not going to have lost anything because he's still on his rookie contract and it's not going to be the same situation next season as we're having with Wentz because the money just isn't going to be there. But I think he definitely deserves a chance. It'd be unfair to sort of have given him those four games, judge him on those, and then then he's out, then he's out the door. So I'd like to sort of see him stay as the main man for, I mean, there's talk in the draft that there's a lot of reports coming out saying the Eagles are still going to be actively scouting quarterbacks in the draft. And I'm thinking... Excuse me. Well, that's well, that's a sensible thing to do. I, I, I worry about what what damage that narrative does. You don't have to release that information. You don't have to say, "Hey, well, you know he's our guy," but we're also doing this because that seems to be the mistake that they made with Wentz and the second round pick last season. So, uh, I mean, would you be upset if they went and took Justin Fields or um, Trey Lance or anyone like that in the in the draft? Mm-hmm.
1: It would be, I, I would rather they didn't um, recruit a recruit a rookie quarterback in this um, pick number six. It's, it's a high pick. I don't think we're going to get a, a much higher pick anytime soon, but um, I just don't think it's the time at the moment. I think it would be the wrong call. I'd rather just get, you know, an experienced head in behind the hearts just now and we can look at the quarterback situation next year. But, Um. If it turned out that, you know, Howie puts his um puts his hard hat on coming out of the quarterback factory and he decides to take Trey lance or um Justin Fields or one of the other guys. Who knows who's going to trade up ahead of us to take to take some of these guys because they're all getting, you know they're all the top prospects of the draft. That everyone's talking about the quarterbacks in this draft, not you know the the best. Running backs or receivers, um, sort of thing. So, um,
0: do you, do you see it? them maybe? <laughs> yeah, do you see them maybe? Um, I mean, what what are the options if they if they're trading with the Colts um, and they they traded first, even is that is that still a possibility? Like if they if they want to take Wentz, and they get and we we swapped first, so actually we're giving them. Wentz and the sixth round pick and getting the twentieth just to get just to get him off our books. Maybe a couple of, uh, maybe that'll sweeten the deal to entice them to a do it and b throw in a player or a couple of extra seconds and stuff like that. But we're still getting off the books. Is that is that sort of wasting a good opportunity for? The, is a sixth round pick too valuable to be thrown away to get rid of Wentz?
1: Um. I think it is too valuable. I wouldn't like to see a trade deal where we give the Colts our pick number six, um, as well as Wentz for one of those one of their first round picks. I think that's too high a price. I mean, uh, they'd, they'd have, they definitely have to sweeten it
0: with a lot of other bits. Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying like obviously that we don't want to be giving around the six just to get rid of Wentz. But if the case of it, if that was the case, if that was the the cherry that persuaded someone like the Colts to take. And give us more of what we wanted whether that would be worthwhile or not that's what I'm, what I'm th- where my head's sort of wandering at the moment so that's kind of my little foray into trying to come and be creative with the picks just to get rid of Wentz and that and I just I don't think that will it will go down very well that way but I think at this point the longer the Wentz standoff goes on the more desperate people are going to get and the more willing people might be to accept certain crazy little suggestions (laughs) so we'll um we'll we'll see what what ends up coming i mean Howie's supposedly a really creative guy and really clever with the finances side of things so a lot of people seem to be okay that he's going to get something good out of it and maybe that's why i think that ultimately there's a possibility that he's going to stay because the eagles have have a price and they don't as much as they do you have to get rid of him because he clearly doesn't want to play for the Eagles anymore? Well, that's the narrative that keeps coming out. It's case okay, so if he, if they don't get what they want and it's just going nowhere, do the Eagles are legitimately have a, have an option to walk away from the table? Do you think, mate? Because I, I personally think that Howie is going to be that. Is going to be he either thinks he's too clever and he's going to be like, no, nope, I don't get it. You know, you can sit, you can sit on the bench. I get it. The cap hit is going to be absolutely huge if he stays, but it just feels like. He's not. He doesn't want to be look weak and be held to ransom. I mean, what, what's your take on it, mate?
1: Yeah, he's the, the longer it goes on, I think the weaker his position sort of gets. I Expected it to be done by now because it, there is a deadline for this, and it makes how his job a lot a lot harder. Um, the closer it gets to that deadline, um, and I, and well, feel the, the weaker position that he'll be in because the guys will be like, look, we. This is all we're willing to give up. So either you take it or you keep them. It's up to you. There's plenty of quarterbacks coming out of the draft. There's there's there's, there's still a lot um, of of backup quarterbacks that are floating around that, that can they that can offer quite a lot. I mean, just look at uh, Watson, one Watson. The the situation over there. I mean, guess there's a massive trade value that he holds, but I mean, everyone has the price. Is all I'm saying. Sure. If if if
0: Deshaun Watson has like that amount of trade bow because he's young and he's been a top five quarterback in his in his time so far in the NFL, does Wentz not then come across as a bit of like a, a compromise? He's going to be a bit cut price because of the Eagles cap situation. Yeah, you know, he is he has been a good quarterback and he's shown that he can be clutch and he's shown he's got the ability when things go his way. So I'm hoping that he's almost like the He's like the medium option. He's not the, the the gold standard. He's more like the silver standard, and then you've got bronze where you've got San Darnold and that. So there's people looking at it going, well, we can't afford the draft capital to, to throw away for someone like Watson. But hey, we can get Wentz and gamble on the fact that he is a good, He you know, he is that player and he can be that player again. So I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping that, that sort of comes comes down that way. Um but yeah, so. We haven't really, we haven't really managed to get to the bottom of it. Obviously, we're not, we're not going to right the wrongs of the world, and we're not going to uh, be able to send Harry an email after this with all the things that he shouldn't, shouldn't be doing, and telling him how he does his job. But it felt like we needed to, um, we need to get on the air just to, just to touch base with you guys again and, and let you know that we're still, here, even though the season ended a couple of weeks ago. Um, That's but cool. it's int- yeah, but essentially we're, um, we're both on the, on the, on the Wentz, on the Wentz's go on bandwagon. I think Liam. Liam joined us not too long ago now he's he's been the staunchest supporter, and I don't think it's been that we've been particularly like pitchforks and fire stakes and everything like trying to run him out of town it's just been the clear narrative has been that he he's not been happy with how things have been dealt with because I've been happy with how he's performed this season and it just feels like the inevitable marching out onto and past new for him and and hopefully our little shining star and Jalen Hurts is going to um going to take up the mantle for a season, hope at least. I reckon. I don't. I don't see them them trading both of them. I don't think Hertz has shown enough to be worth trading. I think he's probably worth more worthwhile giving him a full season, seeing a full range of ups and downs to be able to find out whether he's actually for teams to be willing to take a gamble or saying like a team that's looking for a, a cut price starter to be going for a backup come starter. He's just had a few games in charge, so. I think that he will be. Um, I think he will be hurts for next season. I think they will get. They will get rid of Wentz. It just. It seems like the Bears. He doesn't want to go there, but they're often the best deal. So it's a bit of a standoffish. If he can get. If he can get on side with going to the Bears, I just don't think he does. I think there's just too much. Too much. He wants to go somewhere com- comfortable, yeah. like the Colts,
1: doesn't he? Does he hold any collateral in that? Although, does can he? Does he have any say in it whatsoever? Well, they were saying that, although technically no, because the
0: Eagles can just turn around and go, this is where we're trading you to. They make a good point in saying the Bears don't want to trade for someone. He doesn't want to be there. So it's he has he doesn't have any official kind of, he can't dig his heels, in, but he can make it very clear, which I think maybe he is, maybe he isn't, that the Bears don't, I think, and if you don't want to be here, we don't want you. I mean, we're willing to offer you this and we'll give you all this, but if you don't want that, then don't fucking bother. Um, and the cults are like <laughs> we're perfect for you we'd love you we could do this but you know it's, it's it's a bit of like black and white day and night sort of one one is good for one one is good for the other and it's it sort of it's there's not really going to be a meet in the middle at, at the moment it's it's insufficient draft offerings from the cults and insufficient attraction to the Bears that's kind of like where we are at the moment but I think ultimately I think the most likely one's going to be that the The Colts or maybe I think there's talk that the Colts have changed their deal slightly. Nothing to be considered that they're budging, but essentially maybe they're willing to sort of up their price a little bit, or or they're they're at least still at the table. So I think ultimately he'll he'll go to the Colts. I just hope that they can engineer a first. I I, I've just got it in my gut that it'll end up being a 2022 first from the Colts because that that they just don't want to get rid of their first round pick this year, Um, and maybe they're thinking right. We'll take a gamble. We'll give up on next next year's first round pick and and go from there. That's what I think, anyway. Yep, just hurry up and get it done, Howie. Yeah,
1: hurry just, the fuck up and get it done.
0: Just get it done. Well, I haven't got many more points on this, Mick. I don't know if there's anything else that you've you've been spotting on Twitter or you've been... Um,
1: on the Wednesday debate? So. No, I, th- <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's been done to death, mate. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's say just, uh, just wait and see what kind of deal, how it cooks up.
0: So we're talking, what day is it today? 17th. So we've got two weeks. Two weeks today, I'm going to make that. But they've got the deadline. So I suppose there's still a lot of time left to go, but it just feels like anything's possible at the moment. And I'm sure there'll be plenty more fake Twitter posts coming out over the next few days. Going Breaking News, <laughs> Wentz is to the, <laughs> to, the uh, to the, Bears by Filmy Boar or something like that, whatever his name was. <laughs> so, like, it's amazing what what information you skirt over. When you see Breaking News and Wentz, so you just don't you ignore the name, you ignore the Twitter tag, you're like, I'm just going to read this and believe whatever it is. And then, you are know, like, that can't be right. And then you see the name and it's like Filmy Cracking. And,
1: and you're just like, oh, I've just
0: been had. <laughs> uh, I've been <laughs> had a few scripty. times. Cool. definitely right well thanks for tuning in guys and, and thank you mick i noticed um you had to listen to my dulcet tones for an hour on this occasion and instead of the charismatic irishman who is otherwise engaged today but i hope i've done a good enough job for you guys and um i will will we will be back as soon as hopefully Maybe tomorrow, maybe Wentz will come out. and It'll come out tomorrow and we'll be back on tomorrow. Hopefully not. I haven't got the time to spend on that, but give us a few <laughs> more days and then we'll be back on with a new pod, uh, hopefully declaring and giving our thoughts and opinions on where the ginger ninja has gone. So thanks guys for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you guys soon.